This is the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 258. I'm your host, Brian. Joining me this week, giving us the sound of victory, is Mac. I voted on him, bitch. <laughs> you can do anything you want when you're registered. You can do anything. You can fill in the circle. You can fill in the, in the other guy's circle. Anything. This man hears the sound of rain. Yeah. I do? I, I don't know. I don't know what it means. So, yeah, sure. Of course you do. <laughs> yes, but okay. Ian, if you hear the sound of rain, what I want to know is, have you ever seen the rain? <laughs> well, what I'm hearing right now is Brian's voice, and that'd be kind that's of right. scary if that's the sound of rain. Well, let's, you but know, let's... It's a rainstorm now. Every drop, <laughs> when it hits, I hear Brian screaming out at me. <laughs> I hope that's true. And she has been dispatched from Africa. Mad Cat. All right. I've been dispatched to say... Happy birthday! Oh, thank you. Right. <laughs> thank you. And of course, we have the dumbass himself. You know, I try very hard not to be superstitious, but in spite of my best efforts, I've got to admit, I'm still a little bit stitious. <laughs> How is everybody doing? Doing swimming in snow. You're, oh, do you guys have snow? Oh, we have got, we have got snow. It's funny watching the puppy. Oh, I bet. Wait, wait do you have snow right now? We have snow right now. We had a, a little dusting of snow uh, a couple days ago. So did uh, Texas a couple uh, about a month ago. East Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You had a little dusting of snow in East Texas. I'm, I'm, so I closed the schools, right? No, <laughs> 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 oh, they, they, East Texas gets snow. They don't. They don't close for a little snow. Uh, in, in Houston, that could, that would shut us down for sure. <laughs> we can't. We we don't handle snow down here. We barely handle temperatures under, you know, 50. We don't handle snow well out here either. It's called looking at some pe- for some people, especially my husband, looking out the window and going, No! I got a change-tated snow tires. All right. That was... <laughs> Dramatic? Uh, well, you you cut out. I think that you were so hot that the mic just cut out. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe less dramatic, more traumatic. Yeah, it, does, it was traumatic so, for, the, for the rest of us. Dumbass. Mad Cat, yes. uh, and, and uh, I, I want to know which one of you guys is the trained ESC? Is the what? What? Trained ESC. Oh, Emergency Support Canadian? Yep. Emotional Support Canadian. That would be him. Yeah. <laughs> I know the acronym. I've got, uh, <clears throat> uh, I've got, I've got my certificate. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Do you, need, do you need a hug? I could use one. Uh, there, there. Come into my arm. Okay. There, there, Sean. There, there. I've got you. I know you've had a scary time. I know it's been yep. scary. But Keep we have crying. come to realize, we have come to realize that if I mention anything about Disney movies and he's there, we have a really good, nasty discussion about it. <laughs> Dumbass. Let it go, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. That, that was subtle. That was never, good. No, that was great. a friend like her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He hasn't. <laughs> no, we watched uh, Aladdin. Oh. So it was fun. Aladdin, Robin Williams or Aladdin Will Smith? The Will Smith, because I wanted to see how Will Smith did. That was I, better I, than I what I was expecting it to be. I liked it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I did like it. He didn't He didn't go overboard and he didn't go underboard. He did well, he, definitely, he, he definitely Will Smithed it. He gave that. He gave that that mentoring role that he's so good at. Yeah, that jiving hot dude type deal. Yeah, but still. Here's, here's one thing that I noticed about the movie. Apparently, the genie, just by like genie fiat, just do, doing a light show and saying, uh, I now proclare this guy Sultan, is able to just proclaim some guy Sultan, not, not changing anybody's memory or anything like that. They They see what's going on. They know that the Sultan has changed. They're just like, well, the genie has said so, and there's a light show. He must be our new sultan. Uh, so that works for him. How, yeah, how does that he work? couldn't do the same thing for Aladdin. He had to make up a, a, a fake uh, place no. for him to be. He couldn't make him the default prince of some other land. Maybe so, off the well, side yeah, of That was actually, I remember with the original, there was um, some issue of that. It's like, wait a minute. Aladdin wished himself to be a prince. So by the, all the logic of the magic, he's a prince, even if... Um, there was nothing that said it would ever reverse. So even with Jafar getting involved in everything, Aladdin's still the prince because the world <laughs> never undone, right? 
I guess, but to actually make him a prince, he would have to give him lands and and, and people to command, right? So he all that should place. exist somewhere. He, he yeah, gave you, yeah. You, you, Bob was on the map. My point is, if, if the genie then. can, just by a light show in genie fiat, make somebody the sultan, he can do the same and make somebody the prince of a place that yeah. actually exists. Sure. So ba- basically, in the end, Aladdin became a bit of an ass of a prince because he never went back to take care of the actual nation. Right, exactly. He for him. Yeah, he left the whole nation without a leader. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I'll I'm tell you. That it just, I'm assuming <laughs> that he had 12 older brothers. So uh, you... <laughs> he had to go find himself a princess, you know, and make his own place in the world. Well, Ian, do Georgie and Armand use a uh, use a lamp and in, uh, in on their vacation? Uh, not in this one. Um, so Georgie and Armand on vacation in education and steam and gears. Uh, another one of my Georgie and Armand um, vacation short stories is now available on audiobook. So this is the third. If everything goes as planned, I and I can get my act together. I actually have two more of these to write, including a Christmas special. Get your act together, Ian. Yeah. I know, I know. God damn it, we've been waiting for these. <laughs> I have to get my act together to do the nano right more. <laughs> and then um, I put a collection together called Is This Our Future? I took all my stories that were part of the Divided States of America, went through, edited and polished them up so they actually... Um, <laughs> better than what got released and put them together as a full collection so it's all seven of just my stories and I put that as a ebook. so beautiful and you have to promise yes. me though that if you do a Christmas story it has to be titled A Very Georgian Armand Christmas I like that maybe <laughs> I, I haven't titled it yet so that, that's completely doable actually <laughs> All right. Uh, there needs movie. to be a pun in there somewhere. So mm. down here in the U.S., like, like may, maybe, maybe it in, it involves Christmas uh, on the beach, and it's called Jingle All the Way. Oh, no, that, <laughs> no. I, I know, I know the basics of um, what happens in the story, and of course, being George Armand, I can't do a standard Christmas story. So no oh. Santa, no, um, n- nothing of your standard um, Christmas stuff. But it will be a Christmas story. All right. That's well, good. down here in the U.S., we had a, a a little election. You guys might be aware of. Yeah, yeah I ended up having what, to call so what now. I ended up having to call the hospital. Oh, yeah, because I, I, at least yeah. the advice is that if you experience an election that lasts more than four hours, <laughs> <you> need... <laughs> well, it's still going. So, yeah, yeah, I, I haven't been keeping keeping up with uh, who you've got. Like, who who are the people uh, up for election this time? <laughs> The the Oompa Loompa. The Oompa Loompa. Who 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 was who was your current president again? Uh, that's the Oompa Loompa. Yeah yeah yeah. Oompa Loompa. Uh, an Oompa Loompa. Yeah yeah. yeah I like Loompa. those. I like those guys. They they have nice singing voices. They. Uh, What's the nice presents? Uh, they run I, out I, I and you... uh, point out people's moral failings when they screw up. <laughs> I think it might have been a rejected Oompa Loompa. <laughs> but the skin was right, but everything else was almost opposite. Uh, I think he may be two Oompa Loompas in a suit. <laughs> that might explain the really? chance. So, yeah, so as you can imagine, things have been, I mean, because it's not, it's close. Um, it, it, I, yeah. mean, I mean, not if you look at the popular vote, right? But because of our strange election system, it, <clears throat> it you know, it, it, it was close. And what's interesting about it, so he's poised to get, do you guys know how many? Um, let's see. Biden, if everything goes the way it's going, will have 306 electoral votes. Yep. And Trump will get 219. So how many electoral Ooh. votes did Trump have in, in 2016? I don't remember that. 306. It's a complete mm. flip. Okay. okay. Wow. Yeah. And so, and so right now, I mean, what, um, you know, we'll see what's going to happen. I mean, it, it's, it, I, I've, I've listened to a couple lawyers talk about it. There's not much. I mean, there, there's not. Yeah. I, I mean, the concern was shenanigans, right? Yeah. Because if it was, if it all hinged on Pennsylvania, man, it it, it could be it, it could be tough. Um, as it is right now, Rudy Giuliani is still making an ass of himself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, reverting. He's to good health. at that. He is good at that. <laughs> and he says that there's six hundred thousand votes that are you know that are that are in question, and you know, of course, he's not gonna. It, it doesn't matter. It, 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 he doesn't need Pennsylvania anymore, right? I and mean, it, yeah. the, the simple fact is that the uh, 
there was there was election tampering. I, you know, from from the Republican point, Republican point of view, I agree with them. There was election tampering. Oh. The Democrats allowed women and people with brown skin to vote. <laughs> so that is definitely election tampering, Republican so, standpoint. And, and the Democrats want every vote to be counted instead of only the people that actually um yeah because v- voted I, in person. This, this is the part that really concerns me is. I mean that if they if they got what they wanted, it it really is no longer a democracy. They 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 they, they want no. the votes that count that that elect them and not everybody yeah. else. And really, we want everybody's voice to be heard. That that's the idea. Right. Is everybody everybody gets to come out and and have an opinion. Uh, yeah, and they the, want to the silence people. The Republicans are they're actually satisfied. Well, what about what about the billions of uh, immigrant babies born in the United States that voted? <laughs> yeah. See, and these yeah. things that actually, I saw one interesting thing on Trump's Twitter feed. He was quoting someone who was saying one city had um a hundred and million um votes coming in through mail. I'm like, okay, a hundred million votes in one city. Uh, yeah. That would have to be a big city. So <laughs> you guys are trying to not be. Yeah, that there. that's that's kind of crazy. Is it the the other thing? So. Um, I saw a debunking of like four of election fraud things, and one of them I think was in was it Wisconsin or Michigan? One it of was them, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. There, about, yeah, more people were voting than were than were registered to vote. Yeah, I'd... and that, that that it's false. It's not true. And the problem yeah. that the problem we have with Trump is that he doesn't care what the truth is. He he will he will retweet. He will say anything that supports his narrative. He's creating right. a narrative, and and and. And it usually works, right? He came out on election night. He declared victory. He says, look yep. at these margins. They're so big. There's no way that they can overtake these margins. We've won this thing. They just won't call it. And, of course, as they start to slip away, you know, he gets, he, you know, he, and as he's talking, they're slipping away. Well, of course, yeah. And that's why uh, skepticism is so important. Right. Skepticism is so important right now because uh, uh, if you just accept anything that follows a narrative without uh, questioning – you know, um, that's why uh, we put these into logical fallacies. Right. And, and it, it's extremely important that people realize that these take time. And because that yeah. so many Democrats voted by mail, that that's the mm-hmm. reason that Pennsylvania flipped. That's what that's what happened in Nevada. Um, yeah. I mean, is that the and, and he's well, saying no. that these are these the ones that they're counting and, and they didn't they got the Republicans did manage to get they went a couple of lawsuits, but they I think they filed like 40 lawsuits on the night and most of them were rejected. Right. And, uh, Brian, uh, let me let me correct you on something. though. OK. Um, what happened in Nevada that delayed the count the way that it did was that they misplaced the ballots and they had to go on a wild odyssey through Las Vegas to try to find them, and it turned out that they were actually on the roof of the hotel the entire time. No, it was not. He's, he's he's trying to be funny. I'm referring he's to you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that what you're doing? Here's it. No, yeah. no, it, it, it's, it's the, it's a mail-in. <laughs> they, and they, they weren't allowed to count mail-in ballots in, in, because, you know, because of Brett Kavanaugh. He he refused to let them start counting, and and here's the thing. I heard somebody say that this is crazy. They want us to believe that that you know that they want things to be run like a business. What business is going to is going to say, yeah, all these mail-in ballots are coming in, but you can't touch them? How is that efficient in any way whatsoever? Well, right? Yeah, but we know how Trump that's runs his businesses. Well, that's true. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got you, like yeah. this has happened before. Like uh, even even without the, all the mail-in ballot things. Uh, uh, you can things can stretch on for days and uh, yeah, can well, come down it to does. like uh, count it, it, count it, and, it always but, does. We don't. We never the have scary... the official accounts on the on the night of uh, the, to certify these these counts takes a takes you know a week or two. Yeah, but the yeah, scary so, thing I mean, right I mean, now. Yeah, so like uh, saying that uh, something is flipping in somebody's favor and then like blaming somebody about it is like watching like. Uh, any kind of sports game, and one side comes in from behind to win, and you're like, yeah. "Wow, how could they have come in from behind to win?" It, it, it smells of some. They were they were behind. Now they're not behind. This smells. Of, uh, same Tom thing Hillary, happened four I years ago. Though. That's one of the things. If you look at same thing happened four years ago. Hillary actually was doing really well, 
And then once all the votes counted, it was, you know, really close. Like, and and ah, yeah, yeah. We're screwed. Yeah. Right. But here's the thing is that it's that narrative that he's trying to create. I came yeah. out. I said, you know, I, I, here's, I, I was, I was winning at this point. This is, you know, and so if he, any, you know, and if it was just Pennsylvania, he, there might be something there. I mean, he, he's, he's trying some tomfoolery. But they're really bad. I, I really thought that we would see a coherent strategy. Uh, it's stupid of me. I thought that we would see a more coherent st- legal strategy, you know, to try and to try and do something. No, it's scattershot. Yeah. It's really surprising. And I, and I, I heard this lawyer talking about it. He's like, he's like, I'm expecting that, you know, once these other states, you know, declare um, that, you know, that he will, you know, he, that we'll see a more cohesive strategy. We haven't seen one. We still haven't seen one. It's yeah. Rudy Giuliani and Jay Sekulow, the, you know, out there. Doing nothing, but that—that's not where the problem's going to come from, though. We're Although, like we on... did uh, specify that we're talking about very current events, and, right? Yes. Uh, people may be getting this a couple weeks from now. Right. Yeah, we're going to see where things yeah. are a couple weeks from now. Yeah. Everything's still on the edge. I mean, you have armed Trump supporters marching through the streets in some of these towns. Isn't this crazy? Ready? Well, yeah. I've heard that there were Trump supporters who were basically trying to uh, dressed. They were dressed in postal uniforms, and they were trying to deliver ballots at gunpoint to some locations yeah they, well I, I think that that was false i they, i think that there was something else going on uh, i think they didn't actually have any ballots okay they did have guns but i do i do want to uh i do want to correct and clarify something i said earlier i i indicated that uh the republicans did not want women or brown colored people to vote but the the real truth of it is i don't want to i don't want to paint the republican party as being racist i you know as long as the brown coats as long as the brown votes only count as three-fifths of a vote then they're fine <laughs> you know here's the thing no, is that, that white men and women are voting for trump primarily right not us right but you know, yeah tr- trump's primary support was uh, uncollege educated white people yep. Donald and i aren't voting <laughs> oh, I see how you guys are. When I yep. looked at the when I looked at the individual states, I mean, as far as you guys know, I mean, like uh, there, there's all that <laughs> but, voter fraud I'm sure, going on. So uh, yeah, I I'm probably sure voted like a few hundred times. Voted. Yeah, probably. Um, you two probably voted about three or four times according to Trump's logic. Yeah, yeah well, probably. P- Pennsylvania is you know within six points, seven points right now. Six points up. It, it's, it's beyond you know what 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 they could. You know, declare a recount on. Well, they can still ask for yeah. one, but he's got to pay for it, right? right. That's the other that, that's thing. That the thing. He, he he, can, any of the recounts at this point are going to be expensive. The only place and... that he doesn't have to pay for the recount is Georgia, and Georgia is head is probably he will be able to ask for that recount because is unless is unless he can get more than if it's within point five percent, he he yeah. can ask for a recount, and the state pays for it in Georgia. But that's not true in Pennsylvania. The requester pays for it. Well, you know. I think we know from Trump's history, though, that even if he's supposed to pay for it, that somehow yeah. it just will never get. Paid well, that's for the it. thing is that that's what my wife said she's <laughs> they better get their money up front. <laughs> well, that, if, if they're smart, that's what they'll do. They'll say, "Okay, you want yeah. it? Um, we're estimating about what two point five million is what the last recount cost us. So we'll make that the down payment, and then if, if it's more than that, we'll expect it from you afterwards." Right, and it's the campaign that pays that, right? It's it, I mean, so we'll. See what happens. The one thing that kicked me in the face about the possibility of there actually being democracy, which this did not show as being democratic, was the yelling for uh, uh, stop the votes and continue the votes in the uh, in the areas that Trump was not winning or the area that he was winning. You know, yeah. don't stop the vote. That's undemocratic. It, it is, and the, the thing is. Every every vote, if it's if it's a legal vote, I realize that there's got to be a time cutoff. But if it's a legal vote, it should be counted, right? And so if it's if it, them in, well, and most of the states have stuff that says you know within a reasonable time and stuff like postmark. You know, if you if you mail it out on the day of election, we will accept it um, within a week afterward. That's reasonable, right? But and yeah. here's the thing: is that we we don't know how much damage Joy did. To the post office and and yeah. how and how these counts would have looked if um if he hadn't uh, if he hadn't you know tried to derail it and that, I think that, the word you're looking for is castrated. Well, <laughs> it, it might be. And so and and the courts just recently told him to go find every vote 
and and he did and he to, and he told the courts to go screw. And there should yeah. and I and there needs to be repercussions for that. That guy needs to be in jail for his actions because yeah. what he did was, was illegal. Contempt it's contempt of court because it, yeah, it's the, also election tampering. It, well, it could be, and so I and but here's yeah. the thing: is that who has to who has to prosecute it if it's election tampering? Who has to who's got to bring that suit? It's the Department of Justice. Yeah. You know, and so maybe maybe a new Department of Justice can can do something. I don't know, but I mean, it, it, it's it's bad. That kind of stuff is really bad. Um, and and so we well, know that DeJoy is a problem. One of his sons also said that if they keep everything in locked up in uh, courts for a year, that means they have to do re-election anyway. I don't think that's no. true. I don't think that's no, his true. His term officially comes yeah. in in January. Yeah, no matter what. On the day what. his term term comes in end. If the, the election is not cleaned up, he still doesn't get to stay in office. And so, and so, what would happen? What would happen if we don't have? If if, if they said, okay, Joe Biden can't be president on that day. If if we did, if it hadn't been resolved, we, we we will have a new president, and she is from California. Yep. <laughs> it, it will be the yep. Speaker of the House. She, she will be the president because and she is black. Right. What? California female black. She's not black. No. No, 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 yes. no, 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 You're talking about the vice president. Yeah, you're talking about, no, no, no. We, we won't have a vice president if we don't have a, if we don't have a yeah, president. Especially Trump and Pence oh, will be yeah. removed from office, and so it's the Speaker of the House. It will be Nancy will Pelosi. Yeah. We will have President oh. Nancy Pelosi if that were to happen. <laughs> but I don't think that it will. I think because I think what I, I think that that would be a bigger, I think that Trump would find that to be a much bigger <laughs> nightmare than, than President <laughs> Joe Biden. Because Nancy Pelosi, you know, she's got a taste of what Trump tastes like, and you know, she knows what kind of season yeah. she wants to put on. But but he, his term will come to an end, and when the vote is certified, even if they keep it, even if they keep it in court, it doesn't matter. He's the he is, he will be the president elect at this point. I think I don't think that they could they could pull something like that. I don't think that they could tie it up in court for a year like that at this point. No, and I the don't courts, think so either, but that's what one of the sons did say. Yeah, he's, he, I think he's wrong because the other thing is that the courts will expedite something like this. They're not going to sit on it. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, it, yeah. Well, you, you, know, you know they're going to try, though, as obstructionistic as they are. Okay, but here's the yeah, problem and, is that they, they're going to have to focus on one state. It's too expensive yeah. to focus on all the states that, 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 that where they lost is the problem. And I also mm -hmm. think Trump is hoping that because he stacked the Supreme Court that they will side with him no matter what. But the problem is, this is going to be too too big. Yeah, it is. That it's too they big. can't be yeah. biased. That they have to be fair. They have to be honest. They have to look at the actual laws. They can't be playing games it, it, on something like this. If they were to play games, it would destroy the whole institution, and they know it. Pennsylvania. And I, I yeah. don't think Trump realizes that. I, I think Trump thinks they will play along with his game still. Yeah. But they're going to look at it like, no, we. Yeah, sorry, yeah. we can't. We have to follow the rule of law. I think so too. And, 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 but you know, remember the bottom line is that what Trump believes is, if you're a star, you can do what you want. Well, but here's the other thing: is that Kavanaugh already started to mis misquote what the what the legal opinion was back in 2000. Right, he was already he was already trying to misuse that. So Kavanaugh isn't going to play ball. Gorsuch is is probably much more likely to 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 look at the rule of law. Um, Kavanaugh's not going to. Um, and in the um, the uh, Amy Cohen Barrett, her if you read her opinions, she's she her she has not been. Her opinions are bad already. I don't know what well, she'll no, do. Her opinions are great. They sound they sound <laughs> almost exactly like her husband's opinions. Oh, you're terrible. But probably true. Um, yeah. So anyway, so it it, it right now, I, there's nothing he can do. It, I don't think that there's a legal strategy that can possibly overturn this election, as it is. They don't have any evidence of voter fraud. They they keep saying it, and and because somebody, if somebody will say, hey, look, there's voter fraud, Trump will retweet that, right? See, look. Yeah. And and <clears throat> but but they don't have any actual evidence. Courts require evidence, and it'll be thrown out immediately. Because they because they don't have anything to work with at this point, right? I, that could change. Maybe they'll find something. But if they find something in Pennsylvania, that, that's that's only twenty electoral votes. It's not enough. Yeah. And, well, the other thing also has to be um, how the voter fraud. Oh, we found five cases of it. Yeah, so exactly. That's votes? not voter fraud. You, right, you want to do a recount over five votes? Uh, yeah, yeah, it doesn't quite. They're saying six hundred thousand votes. It's like you don't have evidence for that. You you, yeah. you just don't. 
and, and we've never had that much voter fraud ever. I mean, the voter fraud is statistically is like 0.004%. It's extremely low, and it's usually just negligence and not malicious. But I mean, like, that that's what uh, the people who run the government and pick who uh, is actually going to be the president want you to think, that, uh, that uh, they're all these votes. They're, they're just giving you the numbers that they want you to, to hear. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a mess. I think the thing yeah. that I liked that I saw was was somebody who said, so the Democrats rigged the election? You would think that they would have done a more thorough job of it then. That, well, they, they, they can't be too McConnell. obvious. Yeah. But here's the thing. No, they, they, can't, they, can't be too, they, they can't be too obvious. They've got to make it look uh, like, it, like it was a struggle so that it's believable. <laughs> you mean like, you know, on cartoons? We, the other thing is that we, we can't spend the next four years doing what the Republicans did to us. I realize that. But a little bit of Chardonnay for just a little bit, I think, is okay, right? Get, we, we, we deserve a little bit after what we've been put through, which brings, me, which brings me to the Four Seasons. Not, <laughs> not the Four Seasons Hotel, but Four Seasons Landscaping. All of them again. So, again, <laughs> do you know something I don't? Um, I they the ones who were making the uh, oh never mind nope <laughs> so i thought and, they were making the wall sorry so Wrong somebody <laughs> somebody scheduled a press conference at the four seasons and uh, originally that trump tweeted that that it was that it was at the four seasons at at 11 o'clock and then he had to retweet and say well actually it's the it's it's at the four seasons total total landscaping at 11:30 Interestingly enough, it takes 30 minutes to get from the Four Seasons Hotel across town to Four Seasons Landscaping. Okay. Wow, that's a lovely background. It, exactly. So, so this this is fantastic. So you have this 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 obviously industrial building, and and they put a bunch of Trump signs up. I mean, they're, they're making the best of it, but but it is it is just ripe for satire. And and so obviously th- th- this had to have been a mistake. I bet it was an intern called the wrong place, and it's like, hey, can we use, you know, can we can we do a press conference? And they're, I bet they're like, yeah, you can. <laughs> Bring them on over. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and here's the great thing, it's it's next to it's next to an adult bookstore, and and it's also uh, next to a uh, uh, to a crematorium. <laughs> <laughs> So okay. I, I, I have to read you the Patton Oswald tweet, if I can get through it. <laughs> it's not over. We shall mount our righteous stance at the Four Seasons Total Landscaping next to the Fantastic Island Adult Bookstore across the street from the uh, let's see, Delaware Valley Crematorium <laughs> Center between the fire extinguisher and the yellow hose. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I gotta wonder, like uh, at some point uh, on this at this thing, they must have realized that uh, they made uh, the wrong booking. They had to have. Why? How? How did they go on after that? Okay, well, we'll just have it here, and it'll be all right. And, and my understanding is that in the middle of this, right in the middle of this press conference, this is when they called that that they they called it for Biden, and I think Ford just started leaving. <laughs> Oh my God! It it's just uh, and, and some of these tweets are so good. The Four Seasons Total Landscaping is the most Thirty Rock joke of the entire election cycle. <laughs> but surely, surely they could find somewhere more suitable at the last minute, right? They already made the booking. That they, I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, Donald Trump has money. No, he doesn't. Nope. Uh, he does have money I mean not as much as he'd like us to believe but he does have money they've wasted it's and this has to be campaign money and I don't think the campaign has that much money well I also think it's partially um the ego thing Trump announced that it was going to be at the yeah, first season right so um <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't want to look stupid or anything but so, oh yeah yeah, we really did all this high mean four season landscaping really oh, we God. did at no point can you imagine? I hope that the Four Seasons landscaping charged them like twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, sure, twenty thousand bucks. And some intern you went know, hey, twenty thousand. That's it. That's cheap. Okay. Okay. So here's what I hope. all I all I had to do was like find find some backup place and be like uh, schedule change and move over to this place. But they didn't. <laughs> yeah. So my hope is that when they called the Four Seasons landscaping service and asked to use it. The answer that they got back was, okay, 
She. She. <laughs> she. Maybe. I what, they were Canadian? No. Hey. 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 And, and there was a tweet from the Four Seasons Hotel um, saying that, 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 the, that the press conference was not happening at the hotel, that it was the landscaping, Four Seasons Landscaping Company, which has nothing, is not affiliated with them. <laughs> And so that's so the even the which it's funny because even t- the Four Seasons was was putting that on Twitter. Oh my yeah, god! Well, they, they don't want to have um, themselves connected to Trump. You've seen what happened to hotels. With well, I I don't know. You know, I I, I don't know if that if that. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, here's one. I see. I I feel like we didn't focus enough on the fact that someone in the Trump campaign meant to schedule the Four Seasons Hotel and. And definitely accidentally scheduled this for the Four Seasons Landscaping, the store they had uh, to follow through with. It says Veep was not this good. I I, I didn't watch Veep, unfortunately, but I, <laughs> I, 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 my favorite part is, but they definitely accidentally scheduled this. <laughs> well, that's, that's one of the things about this whole um, four years of Trump. You couldn't write this stuff. Yeah, I mean, we've seen in these four years. No, you, you. No matter how absurd of a show you tried to get, you could not have written this. No one would have believed it. No, uh, I could have written it. I, I could have done it. Race itself, but this was way over the top. This was so good. Oh my god, it I can write so really good. ridiculous things. Nobody would believe them. All right, let's let's uh, let, let's move on. Oh, unless you, oh, unless you got one. Can, can I throw a quick line in here? You can. Can I throw a quick line in here from, from the West Wing? Yes. Where Toby Ziegler was complaining about, why do we keep ending up as the gang who couldn't shoot straight? <laughs> hey, that, could you deal with uh, Uma, please? We will mount our defense okay. between well. the fire extinguisher and the yellow hose. <laughs> 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 here's one. Here's one thing. A joke because of the possibility of uh, Ben getting in, but might uh, Madam Vice President would no longer be a fictional character. Yeah, yeah. We have our first black woman, Indian uh, Vice President. Black, black Asian. Black yeah. Asian, right? She's eight. Yep, yep. That's true. Eight. Well, India. I mean, I said Indian. Yeah. She's from India, so Asian. So black, she's she mixed black Asian, and she's a woman, and she's our vice president, and she's awesome. Right there, and she knew where it was. All right, what time is it? Ah, uh, yes, <clears throat> it is now time. Where the hell is it? Oh, there. It is now time for the Ian and Dumbasses masturbation moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Dumbass Empire. The Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. All right, that was good. Thank you. I don't I even have to add special effects this week. <laughs> nope, you have sister effects. No, that's great. Hey, so... Uh, Dumbass! How many pastors are becoming strippers? Is this a common thing, or uh, you know, I mean, is this something that I I can expect more of? I hope it's pretty common. Uh, I hope so too. Got a story here about one. Um, Yes, uh, uh, as uh, I've said before, uh, many of you uh, might already know. I consider the masturbation moment to be more of a uh, uh, sex positivity reinforcement moment, uh, generally. Although it just doesn't come off the tongue as nice. No, we all do. I think I think we do a lot of that. I did that last week, you know. I, you know, uh, and I think that this is a great one too. Yeah, um, we we discussed it beforehand. I think I'm just going to have to uh, read you guys uh, the article wholesale because uh, it's it's not that long of an article, but it might take just a few moments for me to read through it. It's a it's a very touching story about uh, a woman who uh, was a pastor but uh, uh, became a, a stripper. Uh, and uh, her life uh, has been improved because of that. Uh, this is uh, an article on uh, thoughtnova.com by uh, an author by the name of Mila Dane, D-E-Y-N. Uh, pastor quits church to become a stripper and says she's never been happier. 
Nicole Mitchell was God's servant until she decided to follow her heart, and the heart led her to become a stripper. Does she regret this decision? Not at all, and here's her unusual story. Nicole Mitchell wanted to be a stripper at a young age, but her strict upbringing made her believe that her desires were bad. So the mother of three wanted, went to become a pastor. The bisexual 36-year-old explains, I was taught that women weren't, aren't allowed to lead and that women belong in the kitchen with the children. Even though it went against everything I was told, I decided to become a pastor because of my love for performing. In 2011, <laughs> Rachel, along with her then-husband, joined the Wood, Woodland Hills Church, and in the Van Lugelis Church in St. Paul, Minnesota, she opened her eyes to the possibility of gender equality within the faith. It blew my mind, she remembered of her first visit. Every Sunday, Mitchell was the first in line to ask the pastor a question after the service. One of my pastors asked, Nicole, do you realize you're a theologian? We'd like you to be one of our pastors, she recalled, to be in, on stage in front of thousands of people. That's what I, had, what I had been dreaming of for years. But Michelle's real identity began to unwind when she attended an LGBT-oriented theater performance later in 2016. I was like, oh my gosh, I, didn't, I don't think I'm straight, and it rocked my world, said Michelle. Uh, Mitchell, I guess. Mitchell. Uh, it's a double L, it's L. Uh, uh, Mitchell, yeah. Who, uh, who now identifies as bisexual and pansexual. I knew if I revealed my queerness, I would lose it all because the church is not welcoming of queer people. She suddenly felt as if she was living a very duplicative life and struggled to keep her sexuality a secret. After giving her first widely attended weekend sermon on July 4th weekend, 2017, Mitchell left the church for good. I just never showed up again, she recalls. Several months later, Mitchell came out publicly in a confessional YouTube video which she shared on her social media platform. She started thinking about what's next and building a new life. The divorce came soon, and she was free to do what she always wanted. Michelle says she found a dream job. I started showing my life coach's wife, following my life coach's wife on Instagram, who was doing lingerie modeling, the former pastor continued. I was kind of triggered by it, but also magnetically drawn to it. Michelle knew she wanted to dig deeper into her sexual desires and ended up in a class called Express You. That sounds fun. Uh, it was all about expressing your sexy self, and that's what was the linchpin that I needed, said Mitchell, right after she linked up with a photographer to do her first nude photo shoot. I cried because I had never felt more holy and sacred in my life, she recalled. Of uh, the school, I never felt more sexy and liberated than I did then. Thrilled with her new calling as a stripper and erotic model, Mitchell launched an OnlyFans account where she posts explicit photos and videos in exchange for money. I started really timidly, like, timid, like just topless photos, but now I'm at the point where I take personal requests and make very, uh, videos very tailored to people's specific desires, said Mitchell. She also works as a life coach and offers such courses as how to unfuck yourself without being your true self. I'm to the point where back in March I was actually going to be paid several thousand dollars to have sex with them, and I was a-okay with that, but then COVID hit and that got canceled. But today Mitchell is happier than ever. My sexuality is incredibly healing and sacred, she said, and when I give this gift to people, it blesses them. Mitchell is aware that many, that not many understand her, but she's okay with that. The fact that she's living her best life while being her most authentic self is a reward. And as for her words, every person has the right to express themselves in whatever way feels good to them, and this is how it feels good to me. Nicole Mitchell concluded, amen to that. So I just put a link up to her blog, uh, which I found. Um... So NicoleMitchell.com. Uh, so this is where apparently she she spends a little bit more time telling her story. There's a video here. Uh, when and how I realized I was queer. Um, it, so so a lot of sex positive stuff going on here. It's just it, it, these kind of stories make me wonder if we weren't in such a brutish country, brutish country, and we and, we, and the church wasn't trying to control someone as people's sexuality. Would would she have gone down the same path? Would she have been able to to make these realizations earlier, or was it really necessary for her to 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 go through that that first um, first stage of her life to get to where she was? Be right back, guys. All right. Well, I I I guess what I wonder is, would the church have gotten higher attendance if they'd put a pole by the altar? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would go to that church. Yeah, but that's not uh, her story is not that unusual. The, there's a lot of people um, who give the exact same kind of thing: religious upbringing, were allowed to express themselves. Once they w got past whatever um, boundaries were forced on them, they suddenly feel happy and free. Yeah, and um, uh, that, that's one thing. One thing I like about this is that uh, it, it shows 
this kind of sex work as a uh, a realistic option that people can use mm-hmm. rather than something that people will think of as pathetic oh only yeah. doing it uh to get right, through so, college or whatever she, to, yeah she wasn't forced into it she's not doing it just for the money um she doesn't feel guilty about doing it she's enjoying herself you know all that stuff goes against the um narrative that we're generally fed about it oh yeah i mean uh usually when you say when you refer to somebody as a stripper you know uh there's a lot of jokes about well you know with a name with that name they should have known this was coming um etc etc you know if the mm. if you if you name your if you name your your child candy then that's supposed to automatically be a stripper name etc etc yeah, but we we have this idea that uh, oh, it's something that it's it's a disgusting thing that women are trapped in. They don't want to be doing this, and c- certainly there there are some cases where that is uh, probably very regrettably the case. But yeah. uh, to, to act like it's impossible to uh, uh, want to perform sexually for other people uh, and uh, actually enjoy yourself doing it, uh, I think that that is uh, incredibly uh, short sighted. Oh yeah. And if you want to be an exotic dancer, be an exotic dancer. Exactly. You know, there's and lots of types of sex work. Did we listen to this by, by Saber a few weeks ago? What's that? Did we what? Well, not, not, not specifically about this, but she did talk about her experiences. Saber's, uh, Saber does a different yeah. type of sex work, and that's the other thing, is that there are lots of types of sex work. And, and we see that more and more. Right. You know, right. we, 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 I mean, we're, we're, we've been exploring that more and more. Right, um, but what I mean is that Saber discussed the factor about sex work and how people don't believe that a person enjoys it, correct? Oh, yeah, she probably kept, yeah, she did touch on that. Did she touch on that one during the podcast or when we talked to her afterwards? Uh, um, uh, I'm not sure because, as you know, I wasn't quite conscious during the <laughs> podcast itself. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so Saber. By, by the way, I do recognize the pun that a lot of uh, our audience was making their minds on touch on that. Yeah, uh, actually, the one I was focusing on was when you said "come off the tongue." Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was behaving right quite a bit on that one. <laughs> yeah, so Saber certainly, I think, enjoys what she does, right? I mean, I think we can say that. Exactly. She and, said that. Yeah, she said that, and I think a lot of sex yeah. workers enjoy what they do, and in. And they all have, depending on what part of sex work they're in, some of it's legal, some of it's not, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. We, we get the idea that it's always something degrading, and it's definitely not necessarily degrading. Well, and degrading is subjective. Yeah. That I mean, is true. It, it, that, that we have a, uh, we, we have a, uh, some people might consider something degrading that I certainly don't. I don't think that, that this woman being a stripper is in any way degrading. Right, I think no. Lo- and you can go to the strip clubs and enjoy the the show without making it degrading. Sure. Yeah. North America does not have a very broad view of sexuality because we're prudes. This exactly. country in general is you know, a bunch others, of prudes. Others might consider her work as a pastor degrading. So. Well, I think that some atheists would, but I think that she probably got a lot out of that too. Probably. She probably did. You know. And, yeah. you know the, the difference between the difference between her path and the path that a lot of pastors take is that she left the church, then realized that she was homosexual, and then, you know, took the path as an exotic dancer, whereas a lot of pastors realize they're homosexual and just try to hide it. Yeah, we see a lot of that. And that's what but we have we have, you know, the clergy project that can, you know, that can help people who are in that situation. And so, so there are places that that are being developed to help specifically with those kinds of issues. Exactly, and that's one of the things that I was pointing out about Sabers that she does do these kind of uh, classes, um, kind of like this express yourself uh, classes on how to accept yourself and accept uh, your sexuality. Okay. Yeah. Right? Okay. <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Because she's an educator as well. Exactly. Right. All right. See, I wasn't a on the head of my neck this time. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's move on. Let's let Mac talk about um, Keratoconus. Like, yes, please. All right. So, um, Keratoconus is a weakening 
of the cornea. Uh, it is, there's at least some portion of it that is genetic. I have it. My sister has it. It is a weakening of the cornea, which will cause the cornea to deform and take on a more cone-like shape. And, you know, what? one of the things you will find is that as this advances, you cannot correct it with glass lenses. So it says um, the symptoms are blurry or distorted version. Yeah. Increased sensitivity to bright light. Distorted vision is kind of a mild way of putting it. Okay. Basically, uh, with with my left eye, which is the one that is more heavily affected by it, if I look at you from about two feet away with my left eye alone, I can look at you and basically guess by the shape that you're probably a human. Mm. Okay. I can't get any more specific than that. That's how I get without my glasses. Yeah. Um, and I this comes up because I was considering having a corneal transplant done. In fact, uh, I would have been in surgery tomorrow morning, but I had a talk with the surgeon who was going to be doing it. And I found out that the cornea transplant, I mean, I knew going into it that it was a donor tissue. Right. Um, But what I found out when I was talking with him is that it sounds like the donor tissue never really actually so it's it's very very delicate and easily ruptured from there out. Um, it I also found out that my initial uh, my initial word what I heard on this initially was that rejection is not really a problem with the cornea because it's not really part of the bloodstream. And the the he said that the rejection chances are about fifty percent on it. So that that's high for something ooh, that they're high. saying. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it is I mean, is technically, that basically stigmatism? Sorry? No, that's different. Is that basically a stigmatism? No, stigmatism is a, a stigmatism. Now, there is a procedure that can be done in earlier stages of keratoconus, which has been done on my right eye. Uh, what it is called is radial, uh, it's it's RK, RK3, I think, but it's uh, cor- it's corneal collagen cross-linking. Is that the and laser? Sorry, go ahead. Is that is that you? You had a surgery there with the with a laser that they did something to your eye, right? Yeah, it is laser surgery. Okay. Uh, what they do is they abrade the outer surface of the cornea. They put in uh, drops of riboflavin, which they bond to the inner surface of the cornea with a laser, and they use the laser to abrade the abrade the surface, and then they bond the riboflavin to the inner surface with the laser. And then the outer surface grows back over a period of weeks um, from the outside in. It grows, it, it's it grows kind of like a finger, basically. Okay, sure. So it's not, it's not. There's no blood vessels going to it, so it really it's just kind of like it's coming out of a it's coming out of a nail bed kind of situation. But you know, if you're a candidate for that, if you you know, essentially, if you start finding that your vision is blurring and they are having a hard time fitting you for glasses, get it checked for this and get it, you know, get the, uh, get the initial surgery for the cross-linking. If you're a candidate for it. Um, I had my surgery done about three years ago and when they checked it while they were looking at my left eye, they said my right eye is still doing great. In fact, the doctor who did the surgery looked at the results and he got that please surprise face that you you know you see as a kind of a, a micro expression before the guy before he tells you what he actually saw. So it it actually came out better than he thought it was going to. That's great. So you have yeah. one good eye then that that they're pretty sure that they they've been able to at least um... they've arrested it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've got one good eye and I've got one eye that mm-hmm. the only thing that they would be able to do would be a corneal transplant. But mm-hmm. there is another option for this, which is that. Oh, you're, you're going to get one of those uh, those cyborg light eyes, and uh... no, I I, <laughs> I I I I have a uh, you know I have a voucher in for that, but it's not available. Hmm. You know you, oh. you um you know Elon Musk, but when the cyborg guy comes around back, the Elon corner. Musk will be responsible. For no, um, except a rocket will come in and steal them all. So that's true. Oh. No, so uh, what I was going to say though is that. I am actually got an appointment to be fitted for gas permeable contacts, okay. which will, um, which can brace and kind of reshape the cornea 
while you're wearing them so and they, restore vision. Right. So they do the same thing for astigmatism, right? The, the, it, the, yeah. the contact yeah. has a weight in it and so that it stays in place. And, and and then they can actually reshape the cornea using using that. And I think it's a hard lens, though, right? Yeah. Okay. It's uh, and the fact the ones that my sister uses are a hard lens with a, a a more flexible, softer skirt around it. Okay. Called a duet, and that's what I'm going to be looking at. Um, my sister's been doing the contacts though for a while, and she's been in good shape. I thought the cornea transplant was going to be a more permanent fix, but it sounds like uh, when it all came down to it, the risk reward did not, did not sound good for me right now. I think a lot of people have this done, but they have to go back later to get another cornea. Don't they? Uh, That is a possibility. Yeah. yeah. And I think it wears out. I think the cornea wears out when in in a transplant differently than it does when it's your natural one. It's definitely not as strong. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Yep. I Next time on the Amateur that... Skeptics talk about their medical conditions, a deep dive, dive into my psoriasis. <laughs> Okay. Well, we'll get that. We'll get that next time then. Um, I, I did find out, though, that I, I'm very unlikely to experience cataracts. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, because I don't have any cats. I, I may get birderacts. Uh, a rattlerack? Oh, boy. Uh, all right. We, we we need to. Well, I, I guess we can do one more thing. What do we want to do here? Hmm. I'd be up for talking about Baby Yoda. Oh, oh sure. I think we should talk about that one, definitely. Yeah, yeah, we can move on to yeah, Baby I Yoda. We, I think we should okay. talk about that. Okay, go for it. <clears throat> so, spoiler so, warning, well, first of all. Mild spoiler warning. I don't None care. of it's necessarily big plot points or anything about the adventure. Well, um, I haven't started so, season yet, so spoiler warning. You haven't started me. season two of Baby Yoda? I, I haven't have either. Not. I haven't started either. But I don't care about spoilers. It doesn't It, it doesn't yeah, affect my enjoyment. I don't care about spoilers either. But, I'm yeah, just saying that. We right. need to give people a heads up. Okay. Mild spoilers. ones about the plot or anything really, and um, uh, but um, you know, uh, uh, season one of the Mandalorian was huge. Season two, um, has started now. We're two episodes in, and in the second episode, um, Ma- Mando takes on a um passenger, and he, it's a giant frog creature, who she needs to get to her husband. Because she has produced the last batch of eggs she should ever produce in her lifetime. And she wants to give them to her husband so he can fertilize them so that their family line can live on. And Baby Yoda eats them. Yes. Nice. So throughout the episode, he's, you know, he starts off, he's eyeing them, and he'll sneak and eat one of the eggs. Um, and there are three times within the episode we see him actually eating an egg. He ate three of them. And say that again? He ate three of them and was baby Sliota staring this mother in the eye, triumphant in his ungodly mission to decimate her family for generations to come. Yeah, so we get into some interesting moral areas with this because well, this is a sentient... Let me ask yeah? you first, how many spawn does she have? We don't get a good count. It looks like at least a dozen or so in the jar. Okay. I mean, all of the ones that Baby Yoda ate would have turned out to be uh, alien Hitler. So that's, that's, that's what I was thinking too. And besides, they're they're not. It's they're not, unfertilized eggs. They're unfertilized. So okay. so so there's not they're even not a fetus actually, there. But they're they're potential. Yeah. So pe- needless to say, there are people getting upset because they're seeing this as they're trying to make some, uh, um, something that shouldn't be considered cute, cute because it's Baby Yoda doing it. And the thing is, Baby Yoda's a toddler. Toddlers do this. Yeah. Toddlers grab anything and shove it in their mouths. And if they find something they like, they'll go after it again and again and again. No uh, amount of I think, that, I think there's them. a point to be made that uh, that uh, the people around Baby Yoda should have been more hor- horrified. That this That's what happened. I was going to say. The who was watching this little one? There's only two two people the whole time when he's doing this. Mondo's the one that keeps seeing him do it, and Mondo doesn't really get horrified. You know, you, you look no. at he, he's Mondo himself exists in a gray area, and for him, it's kind of yeah. like, okay, just don't do that, you know. And I think it's not necessarily Mondo's worried about turning on the line, it's like, you know, it's kind of impolite to do, you shouldn't do it. I, well, I don't think he has any higher aspirations than just trying to be polite to his passenger. Well, so, is he getting paid for it? Is he getting paid to take her? The, that's well, I, I, we won't go into why he's taking her. that's a whole okay. different thing. Watch the episodes to find out. All right. So the reason I ask how many spawns she had 
was because, you know, if she's got like hundreds of spawn, then big deal. <laughs> well, it does have to But it's still it's still something that might become a sentient being. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, but if she's got hundreds of spawn, then she's got hundreds of spawn because her species is used to getting preyed on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't know what spawn she has out there. That's one thing they don't. This is the last. Ba- she, it, this is the last batch she w- will produce in her lifetime. It doesn't say that she's never produced any before now. Okay. So it there's a good chance, and, it's, and it's, it's not the last of her species, right? Right. So there's nothing in there that suggests that the species. Oh so, yeah, is it more of a personal thing? And like, yeah, yeah, and and I guess um, like you'd you'd assume that not all of the uh, inseminations would take. Yeah. And I I don't know how they how they usually perform the insemination, but uh, we would say like uh, human females lose an egg every month. Yeah, and I, um, the the stuff isn't. I get an impression that episode three may actually deal with this some. Because you know her story is not over with at the end of this episode, so my theory is actually um, when episode three comes out, they may um, make some of this um, not be as bad. We don't know, but um, you know it's it's one of those interesting things to have the internet around for because mo- most of, of watching Baby Yoda go at it, you know he's eating live creatures before and we didn't give a damn. Here he's yeah. eating unfertilized eggs of a sentient species of a character who, who these mean a lot to her it, yeah. it, is that more significant than him eating live creatures is that you know where does this fall and once more um okay. you know get, getting into the morality of it all he's a toddler and we've gotten the impression he doesn't know better does he know better that that, that you know they, they haven't explored exactly how intelligent baby yoda is he's definitely powerful and he's done some morally gray stuff already in season one so how cute must a Disney creature be before we are chilled when it is eating unborn children of a refugee mother? <laughs> that, yeah, that, I mean, here's that, the thing: is that this enough. starts out the the way yeah, that this... that's true enough too. And then, but isn't this uh, uh, an interesting artistic place to sure. uh, explore too? No, right? this, I, I mean, mean, this like is clear what? pornography. This is clear child porn. Okay. <laughs> I think. I think. Okay, I think. Baby, I think hold, I, on, hold on, baby Yoda might have a word. Do you have anything you'd like to say to them? I, I'm just saying that if Tyler Texas finds out about this, there's liable to be a class action lawsuit, or not class action. There's liable. There's liable to be a. There's so, they're liable to sue Disney. I want to say two words: Chewbacca, porks. <laughs> yeah, he did have trouble eating those porks. Well, it- yeah. I mean, and does that even maybe does that make it a little worse? Maybe. Okay, so he cooked and. You know, he basically killed and cooked a porg, and then when he found out that the porgs felt a way about this, I know he did. I, I never got that impression. I, I think they were just kind of like, "What is he doing?" I I, I never well, got no, the impression he, they were impacted he, he, by it. He got that porg got, he got the puppy a dog sad eye. face. They got the that that porg got a fat sad face. They got a "You're eating my mother" look. Okay, <laughs> and then. When he sees this, he... that, that common look we all know that you're eating my mother look. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like okay, I'm going to have to use that in a book somewhere now. One of my stories is going to have she had that you're eating my mother look on his face. Yeah, but but the point is that yeah. when he finds when he sees the porg looking at him, he discards the cooked carcass. And it Which goes was a waste. waste. I, I always thought that was such it a waste. It it's too late. Yeah. It's dead. Eat it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So I, I guess I, 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 we eat eggs all the time. Yeah. Humans do. Yeah. We, we, eat, we eat chicken eggs all the time. Unfertilized chicken eggs. There's no baby there. Yeah. Where the, he's not. The Yoda never once ate an unborn child. Now that's not to say that we don't. We do eat duck eggs with fetuses in them. Uh, I, I haven't, but I'm not saying it wouldn't. I'm just trying to work yeah. up to it. <clears throat> Um, I, I just, I, the, the, there's nothing here for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, the, the, but chickens are smarter than we know, but they're not parrot smart and they're not crow smart. Yeah, but I would eat a parrot and egg. Not, and so, I was going to say, uh, they're not, they're not on that edge of sentience. Yeah, but we eat, um, squid and octopi and we know those are insanely Those are intelligent really creatures. smart creatures. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, we, we eat... You know, I've I've had taco sushi. We are an apex predator. 
Yeah. Right? And and if we're eating our own eggs, that's cannibalism. But anything else, I'm sorry. That's just lunch. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there are quite a few species out there that eat their own eggs. Sure. And let me let me make the point also that there's nothing to indicate that this this mother's species is going to go extinct because right. these eggs are eaten. We know that we think that there's others of her species out there. Yeah. And you know, sometimes you get a turkey that's pregnant with a duck that is uh, in turn pregnant with a chicken and we eat that. So, um, yeah. well, but yeah, but, yeah, but we put far enough, but we prepare you know, you that. need to start off with, uh, you need to start off with a chicken. Or actually, you need to start off with a with a sparrow. Oh God, I I know where you're going with this. I've heard the PSA myself. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> and stuff that in a jaguar, and stuff that, that all in a 747. As far as, as far as we know, uh, the child's species is rarer than yeah. hers. That's true. Because we've true. only seen two three others. examples of this species, yeah. and only two of them in one place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so the the survival of baby Yoda may be more significant than the survival of her bloodline. I do do like this first comment. I'm terribly sorry to say this, but if you observe Star Wars as a whole, you can observe a situation where creatures, even sentient ones, are eating whole uncooked delicacies, uncooked, are eaten as whole uncooked delicacies. Plus, it's already established that the child enjoys... The taste of frog, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I but I never, the Ewoks were have... more than ready to eat um our heroes. Sure. Yeah. And uh, I, I still love the theory that talk. basically the party at the end of Return of the Jedi was them feasting on stormtroopers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let's not um, forget that uh, androids are essentially slaves. Yeah. These, are, these are essential yep. beings. Uh, and let's let's take observe. a look at let's take a look at Salacious Crumb, uh, Kowakian Lizard Lizard Monkey, who's the Who's the uh, um, sidekick to Job of the Job of the Hut? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Kowakian lizard monkey is at least semi sentient, but they are a delicacy in some places. Yep. Here, here. let's yep. look, let's look at this. Brown would not have a problem with this. Nope. Let's look at this scientifically. We don't actually know whether the eggs were fertilized. They and weren't. That, we know that. They okay. were not fertilized. The fact that the yeah, husband the fact that the husband was on another planet and she was still actively producing these eggs as we as uh, seen on the ice bath. I don't think it was an ice I think it was they found a um hot springs. So, okay. This suggests that they that they weren't. So so he probably wasn't killing any babies. <laughs> No, I mean, the comments are the comments are not defending this article at all. This must not be a religious site. They should have they they if they had posted this on a Christian site, they would have gotten some traction. There, there are other articles and even a couple um, YouTube videos about this out there already. It, the, the the um episode aired two days ago, and already you know as with anything right now, pop culture wise, it's getting discussed. He was just getting his protein fixed so he could face Rocky Balboa in the <laughs> eventful Rocky Star Wars crossover. Uh, the, 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 they're not getting any love here. That the, the person who wrote this article is really not. Uh, the, the people don't seem well, to be. Yeah, but I mean, he might have written it just to see what kind of what kind of uh, what kind of reaction he was. Maybe, get. maybe, maybe he really wasn't. I mean, but I, I don't know. The, I I read the article as being. A little bit tongue in cheek as he was writing. Okay, it, so. well I hope so because because the first line doesn't make it seem that way. How cute must well, a like Disney said, creature he, this be? This isn't the only one. There are other people out there that are um, having the same issue. Okay. So, well, I mean, what well, I well, maybe if they want to exact revenge, they eat Baby Yoda. I'm okay with that. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting how uh, it says that. Okay, her husband's somewhere else, so she hasn't fertilized these eggs have these eggs fertilized yet yet it says that they had to um they had to go slow they couldn't do a jump yeah the eggs were very delicate and you can't go to hyper- yeah. the, the eggs were delicate if they went to hyperspace it would damage them yeah. so they have to go um they some way. Be able to be in, inseminated if they were damaged. so they couldn't freeze them in some way to stabilize them what the fuck we can yeah. do that with yeah, human embryos yeah. uh, can't they carbon freeze them right I mean, it's so a, far, carbon freezing has been the go-to solution 
And we know Mondo uh, has like, a... Uh, does does, does going into uh, hyperspace always violently shake the ship? Because uh, I think... I, I, I've, I'm pretty sure I can remember. The mother just knew that if they went to hyperspace, the eggs would get damaged. It was a, a, no real explanation given beyond that. So it was so it was just a way to to prevent them from so doing it quickly. It's, yeah, it's like a. They, they, the eggs like have a, a have a hyperspace immun- allergy. <laughs> it's like an immunization thing. She knew. So they tried to have it as Her mommy sense told her. Her mommy sense told her. Oh God. <laughs> this whole thing. This, this, you know, this show is just probably stupid. <laughs> uh, I'm enjoying the series. It's fun. It was fine. And, you know, let's let's remember that not not all species life cycle uh, eating the egg causes it to be causes it. To be, uh, no, no, actually, they, as I was saying, the story so we'll wait, wait, the end, the, there's still a story to play out at the end of this episode. That I'm yeah. guessing is going to be in the next one. As like, well, you could have seen maybe uh, somehow being inside Yo- um, Baby Yoda's going to fertilize them and he's going to have the frog creatures well, jumping out of his mouth. You know, maybe the force will serve more. The, maybe the force will, will fertilize him just like it uh, like it made Anakin. <laughs> but um, no, what I was going to say is that, I, you know, I think the Xenomorph teaches us that uh, sometimes the egg eats you. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, I thought that happened in Russia, but, you know, whatever. In Russia, egg eat you. In Soviet, in In Russia, (laughs) go for it, Mac. I was just saying, in Soviet Russia, xenomorph egg eat you. There you go. (laughs) So we know how Yakov Shirinov would feel on it. Yeah. All right. I can't. I can't. I can't develop. I can't build any more outrage for you on this one. But uh, you know what? Here, here's how. Here's here's my response. I hear the sound of victory. I hear the sound of victory. I hear the sound of victory. There we go. I have spoken. We need a cleaning person walking back and forth. <laughs> we didn't get to that. We didn't get to that article, but it's, I, I did want to play that. Uh, oh, I just yeah. I love the uh, I love people using the I have spoken though. Oh, I have spoken. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> that, is, that was such a great character. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's say goodnight, everybody. Goodnight, everybody. Goodnight, everybody. Good night. That's another uh, devoured egg coming to the camp. There we go. If you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time. You're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons share-alike, no-derivatives, 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Canold. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for The Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight. Digital portraiture.